This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We are in Exodus chapter 21. We're finishing Exodus chapter 21 in all actuality. We're getting done with verse 35 and 36. I find this very interesting. I'm going to give you some real depth to this, an understanding that is very important for believers. And I I think it may be because we live in a free country and we, we do emphasize our liberty and that liberty given to us by God. We do not recognize oftentimes the important fact that our actions or our inactions or our lack of self-awareness can be very destructive. And it's important that uh, that be understood by believers because we have a duty and a responsibility to others that we find in Scripture that maybe our society or maybe the way you live your life or maybe your community doesn't see it that way, but quite clearly God sees it that way. And that duty and responsibility is to is to understand that your actions or to be self-aware that your actions affect others. And not only your action, your inaction, and that's both in a positive way and a negative way, and you not being who you should be can hurt others, even though they may not even know what you should or could or or would be if you were doing what God desired for you. And you go, that is, I don't even know what you just said. In many ways, what I mean is that God made us for a purpose, and we do owe a debt to others. And that debt is the debt of love. And love love does have concern and care for others. And love, love in its very nature, because it's God's nature, cares and does what is in the best interest of others, even though it doesn't have to, it does because its nature is to. And and so when I say God has the nature of love, he his nature, God does not have to do anything, but his nature compels him to do. And so he must he cares for us because he is love. And being self-aware of what you are and who you are. And being self-aware of the responsibilities that you derive from your relationship and from your being a part of the kingdom of God, you're understanding that and you're fulfilling those duties is scriptural. It's what God would teach us to do. And you can't just overlook that and say, I I, want to do me. And that's one of the things we love to do is, right, you do you. If you were, if you involves not doing God's will for you, is that really good either? And so when we come to this passage, and this passage deals with bulls, okay? And remember, that's your flesh. Uh, anytime you see the word bull is your flesh. 
And so we're going to be able to look at it because it's a, it's actually something that's in the law that we deal with all the time also, meaning my property can't destroy anybody else's property and me not take responsibility for it. If I've got a tree on my land and it's dead and it's leaning over someone's driveway and my tree falls on their car, then there's going to be some responsibility on my behalf for their vehicle. He says, if anyone's bull injures someone else's bull and it dies, the two, two parties are to sell the live one and divide both the money and the dead animals equally, meaning sell the dead animal, the food from the dead animal, and then we're to divide that and the live one we sell to someone else. And then what do we do? We divide it evenly. Why? Because it's it's important that you understand that you need to be self-aware of what's going on with your property, with the everything that's an extension of you. And remember, an animal is property is an extension of your labor or your work. It's either yours or someone else's in your family that was passed on to you or something that was gifted to you. And so if it's yours, it's an extension of you. And if you, what is yours hurts what is someone else's, then you have a duty or responsibility to compensate them for the damage that was done to them. Now, notice in verse 36, it says, however, if it was known that the bull had a habit of goring, yet the owner did not keep it pinned up, the owner must pay animals for animal and take the dead animal in exchange, meaning you got to pay for the, you got to pay live price for the dead animal, and then you get the meat from the dead animal in exchange. That's obviously not usually, well, that's, that's not going to be as valuable as the live animal, uh, as that would just be self, you just understand that naturally. Here we go. In our modern law, it is if, however, if it was known or should have been known that the bull had a habit of goring other animals. Meaning, if my property, if I should have known, and there is what we call self-awareness. It is important that you understand that you uh, are an active part of the world you live in. And you are an active player in that world. And your actions affect others. And sure, we do have freedom. We have freedom of will to choose our will. But when we choose our will, and every time you choose your will, it affects other people in a positive or negative way. It, it's got to. It's got to affect them in a positive or negative way. Everything you do affects others in a positive or negative way. And everything you fail to do affects others in a positive or negative way. If I fail to walk into the grocery store this morning and rob it, then it affects that grocery store in a positive way. Why? Because I didn't rob the grocery store. I failed to do that. That was a failure of action. That was a negative action. And if I didn't do the negative action, it's positive for the other person. Likewise, if I fail to uh, be pleasant to the person that's running the cash register, I fail to be someone who, who is an encouraging, uplifting point in their day. You go, that's not a big deal. Yeah, you're right. It's not a big deal. But cumulatively, if I'm being who I'm supposed to be all over the place and we're all doing what would be nat nat naturally as believers, God's will, cumulatively, it changes society because the little things build up. And me being self-aware of how I treat others and how I see the world and how what 
is me, which includes not just me right here, but it includes everything that I have responsibility or duty over, me being me rightly for other people has effect. Uh, the, one of the, one of the uh, uh, things that, is ca- that people call this is the butterfly effect, okay? When basically a butterfly flaps its wings and eventually when it works its way out, a hurricane is formed over the ocean. It's, a, it's just understanding the domino effect of one small action and how it can have great impact uh, in the world. Those actions can be positive and they can be negative. They can be action and they can be inaction. And so a positive action cumulatively may cause great gain for the world. A negative action, ever how small, can cumulatively eventually become great destruction for the world. Likewise, me acting and doing what I should, being who I, taking all of me and placing all of me at work in the world, the way God would have me be, might have great, great action, may may bring about great goodness in the world, good things for the kingdom of God and good things for others. That grace that I give might explode into grace for a lot of people. Likewise, if I fail to act in that grace, if I fail to share that grace, if I fail to operate in the kingdom power that God has given me in a certain situation, then the world may totally miss out on that that's the way for me to say it. The world may totally miss out on the avalanche of the goodness of God that could come by one act, by one small act. Now, you say, believe in the butterfly effect. He might not. And the truth is, some actions might go unnoticed completely. But even in the spiritual sense, no action that's done in faith goes unnoticed in the spiritual. And the spiritual is is every bit as important as physical. And in fact, it's more important because the physical came from the spiritual. God himself is spirit, but the physical world is a manifestation of his spiritual character. And so we we can't overlook these things. And becoming self-aware of not only who you are, not only uh, how your life affects the world you live in, not only how all of the all of the things that are out there that are a part of my life, my property, my uh, my gifts, the things that uh, God has given me that are, are gifts uh, of his spirit, the more of these things that I understand in my life, the more of these things that I see in my life that affect the world and that the more I understand them and understand their purpose and understand the reason for their existence, the more I I gain control of those things. The more I I master those things and use them according to God's leadership, his Holy Spirit directing me in my life, the more effect I have on the world. And so when God says, listen, you got to understand that who you are and what you are affects those around you. And you just can't say, I got this bull over here you know, my flesh over here, and I'm just being me. I'm, that's just who I am. We love to say that country folk, I'm just going to be who I'm going to be. That's the way I am, and you're just going to have to deal with it. That's that's You hear that all the time, and the truth is you can do that. You have the freedom to do that. 
but you also that that does not meet the standard of God. It doesn't meet the standard of His nature. It doesn't meet the. You can say I'm gonna be me, but if who you are is not what who God wants you to be, then then that's sin. And not only is it sin, it's totally out of line with God's will. And you know who you are, and yet you continue to be who you are. God says, not good enough. It's not good enough. You owe each other a debt of love. And you go, how do I owe somebody else a debt I didn't take out a loan? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You are living in this world full of God's grace and his common grace. And you're living in it each and every day, and you're experiencing a lot of the goodness of God that you don't deserve, and it is the product of God's direct love to you. It is the product of his love to you. And so you have received love that you didn't deserve, that you didn't earn, and God says, you received it to me from me, and I am saying to you that you pay that debt not to me, that you pay it to others. And we see that when God says he gives to just gives just a cup of water to one of these little ones, he's given it to me. If anything you do for someone else in this world, you're doing it for me. What is he saying? You're paying in, in many ways. You're reciprocating my love to you by giving it to those around you. And that is a, that's a culmination of that debt. You're fulfilling the debt that you owe to me of love by loving those around you. And when we in our own lives sit down and consider uh, our lives and, and quit walking in shame and guilt over the failures of the past and begin to uh, consider the great things that our lives could be for others, the great source of joy, the great source of peace, the great source of comfort, all the giftings that you have that that would be enjoyed by others, that would benefit others, that you're not acting upon, that you're not using. When we consider all that stuff and become really self-aware of how God made us, self-aware of the things that God has given us that can be of great value to the world we live in, and then we act upon those things, we fulfill the, the debt of love that God has given us, and we become the grace that God has given us. We, we not only receive his grace, but we literally become that grace to the world we live in. And if we don't do that, if we, if we fail to do that, we miss out. And, and as we come to this passage, it, it really is this whole idea of who I am and what I am affects the world that I live in, and it can affect it negatively. And if I don't take care of it and make sure that who I am is affecting the world I live in positively, it has great impact on others, even if I don't see it. And a lot of you are sitting there going, I can't, and I don't do this, and you know what, that's not me, and other people do it better. That's not the issue. It's not the issue. The issue is whether or not God gave it to you. Did God give you grace? Give it back. Did God give you a gift? Use the gift. Did God provide you love when there was no love? Sure. Is there forgiveness in your heart that God has given you because of the things that's happened in your life? Shouldn't I be actively paying that back to others in forgiveness? Shouldn't I, if God's released me from the bondage of sin, shouldn't I be out there untying sin from others? Remember, it's bondage. If God untied me, and most of the time he used somebody else to help untie me, 
he, he took their hands and untied me from my chains of bondage due to sin. Shouldn't I be unlocking some chains myself? Shouldn't I be untying some rope myself? Yeah. And I should be aware that happened for me. And I should be aware that I have a debt to pay to others. And that debt is not to them. That debt is to pay them so that I might fulfill what God has done in me. There's really no other way to get around that. And, and a mature believer understands that. A mature believer understands that I, I have a duty and responsibility. And I'm going to tell you, there's some things in my life that I, I have a gift in that I don't want to use. I don't like. It's not necessarily fun. I say this all the time, and I'm not saying this to, to brag, but I have great leadership skills. I don't know where I got them from. I don't, number one, it's a gift. Number two, I've just been put in places where I watched people in leadership, where I was around great leaders, where I was taught how to be a great leader. I have those skills. And oftentimes when I'm in a situation, I don't want to be the leader. I want to sit back. And sometimes there's a person there who's God's called to lead in that situation. That's great. But you know what? Sometimes he just puts me in a place where I got to. He says, you must open your mouth and use what I've given you to the benefit of this person or this group or this situation. And if you be quiet, then you are not fulfilling the role I've given you to fulfill. And sometimes as I'm talking, I'm sitting there going, I don't even want, now I'm having to be in charge. I don't just want to do this. And God says, that's just too bad. I have given you this and it is your duty. You need to be self-aware that you have it and that these folks need it, and you should give it. And that takes place in all kinds of ways. Mercy, goodness, encouragement. You, there, there are so many gifts of God, so many beautiful things God has made in you that you ought to be using for the world around you. And let me tell you something. Here's the cool thing about it all when you get to the end. Once you become self-aware and you take care of your bull and make sure your bull's not going anybody else's bull, once you do that, and then you begin to make sure your bull benefits everybody else's, make sure that the life you live really benefits other people, boy, there's great reward in that. There's just great fulfillment in that. And, and missing out on that is something that I'd sure won't want anybody in my flock to miss out on. And I really don't want anybody that hears my voice to miss out on. You, you should be fulfilled by God's plan for your life. And if you're not being fulfilled, it's probably because you're not using the, the gifts God's given you. You're not taking inventory of all that God has done for you and that God has worked out in your life and using it as a debt to others. You're just probably not doing that. And I, I would just say to you, be aware of the grace God's given you. Be aware of the gifts God's given you. Be aware of the situation God's placed you in and use them all to his glory. And uh, you'll be far better off for it. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.